Deus in loco sancto suo. God is in his holy place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I should like to begin by saying that my Benedictine family uh, joins the Hegarty family today in giving thanks for Dave and Anne's 40 years of holy marriage. I shall say something about this in just a moment. Did you notice the melody of the intro of today's Mass? We sang Deus in loco santo suo. It was an immense affirmation. God is in his holy place. And the melody expressed it because it began on a high note, like a proclamation and then came to rest on the foundational note of the whole piece. There was something very solid about the opening of today's Mass, leaving no doubt whatsoever God is in his holy place. This intro, it goes on to say, God, who maketh men of one mind to dwell in a house, he shall give power and strength to his people. This intro, it is extraordinarily rich because it can be applied to our lives at many different levels, beginning, of course, with holy baptism. When a child is baptized, that child becomes the dwelling place of God. So true is this that an entire family, I imagine this happening, could gather around the newly baptized child and sing with one voice, God is in this holy place, in the soul of this newly baptized child. I'll tell you a secret. Many years ago, when I was 16 years old, my little brother Terence was born. That's a big spread of time, if you will. I was 16 and he was newly born. And after his baptism, I kept thinking about the Most Holy Trinity indwelling the soul of this little baby brother of mine. And sometimes, without telling anyone, I used to tiptoe into his room and see little Terence sound asleep on his cot. 
And I used to put my forehead on his little chest to adore the most holy trinity indwelling his soul. God is in his holy place. What an immense grace and joy it is for a family to have a newly baptized child in the house. And what about confirmation? It seems to me that confirmation corresponds in some way to the glorious ceremony of the dedication of the church. The walls of the church are anointed with holy oil and marked with the sign of the cross, setting apart the church as the house of God, the very dwelling place of God in the midst of men, placing a kind of seal on the building. And so too, when we are confirmed, we are signed with the seal of the Holy Ghost as the dwelling place of God. And this makes us capable of singing, God is in his holy place. God has consecrated and sealed this place by his presence. And after confirmation, the Most Holy Eucharist. Have you ever thought of it? What happens when you open your mouth to receive the very body of God? The very body of God. In that moment, when you receive the sacred host, you take God into yourself. And for the few moments during which the sacred host remains in the body, that body is in all truth the temple of the living God. In such wise that after Holy Communion, we can adore God in us. God is in his holy place. And there is the sacrament of holy matrimony. Holy matrimony is ordered to, in the biblical sense of this expression, the building of a house for God. What is the family understood as God would have us understand it? If not a house. In the Bible, house and family mean the same thing. We speak of the house of David. It's the family of David. House and family are almost synonymous. When a man and a woman 
give themselves to one another in holy matrimony. It is in order to build together a place. It is in order to open a space in this world for God. For this reason, the family sanctified by the sacrament of holy matrimony is an ecclesiola, a little church, a kind of microcosm of the church, a place sanctified, a place made holy, a place wherein God brings us together. And all that we sang in the intro to today's Mass can be applied to the mystery and the grace of your marriage, Dave and Anne. God is in his holy place. For 40 years, God has indwelt the place you made for him, the space you opened to him, by giving yourselves one to the other. I find that an extraordinary thing, that the Catholic home is a place and a space in this world for God. A kind of sanctuary, really. God is in his holy place. And there's one other thing that I must say today, because tomorrow our brother Hildebrand will pronounce his simple vows, his first vows, as a Benedictine monk. There's something wonderful in this uh, providential coincidence. Forty years of fidelity and a young monk at the beginning of his journey. Only God could have arranged this. You, Dave and Anne, today are a witness to Brother Hildebrand. And he, tomorrow, making his vows as a monk, will in some way become a witness to you. When a young man <coughs> pronounces his vows as a monk, he opens himself to the indwelling God in a new way, in a special way, having already become the dwelling of God by baptism, the dwelling consecrated and sealed by confirmation, the dwelling of God every time he receives the body of Christ in Holy Communion. And yet, there is something about monastic profession that opens a man deeply, deeply into the very depths of his being. In fact, tomorrow, when Brother Hildebrand will have pronounced his vows, he's going to stretch his, his hands heavenward. Nothing in them. And in this gesture of complete poverty and emptiness, it's as if the new monk, on the day of his vows, by raising empty hands to God, says, I have nothing to offer thee, but everything to receive from thee. 
God is strong into our poverty. God finds our emptiness irresistible. God is magnetized by our need for him when that need is acknowledged and professed. And tomorrow, Brother Hildebrand will make profession of his utter reliance on God. He will sing three times, Take thou me to thyself, O Lord, and I shall live. Take thou me to thyself, O Lord, and I shall live. This is in some way the same prayer that you, Dave, and you, Anne, said to one another in your marriage vows. Take thou me to thyself. Take thou me. Dave, take thou me to thyself. And take thou me to thyself. You see, your marriage is an image, a depiction, an enactment of the union of the church with Christ and the union of every soul with Christ. And in some way, the union of the monk with Christ, to whom he gives himself on the day of his profession. Take thou me to thyself, O Lord, and I shall live. Let me not be confounded in my hope. And so, looking at baptism, confirmation, the most holy Eucharist, marriage and monastic profession, we see all of these reasons why we can sing with the church today with complete confidence and with an irrepressible joy, God is in his holy place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.